0: It's another beautiful Wednesday here in Purgatory. This is Davis Clarens broadcasting out of the abandoned high school radio shed, bringing you all the news and information you need. Mindy Perry will be leading another Sunday morning yoga this week on the Purgatory Park Green next to the gazebo from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Mindy says yoga is for all ages and all fitness levels. I usually prefer to do all of my stretching in private, but I've attended Mindy's yoga in the past, and I will say, she absolutely helps you feel good about whatever you're able to do, and she knows just how to push you a little bit to get a tiny bit better. So if you're new to yoga, I cannot recommend it enough. Get yourself signed up for Mindy's class as soon as you can but I do suggest starting now while she's still doing these outdoor sessions because once she moves the class back inside, the number of times your various senses will encounter a fart increases greatly. The outdoor experience will not eliminate this risk, but the indoor experience is a 45-minute Venn diagram of audible and olfactable farts from which you cannot politely escape. Outside, at least you have a decent chance of a breeze, which means the only real deterrent outside is Trevor Wills, who will no doubt watch the entire workshop from a nearby lawn chair, claiming he's, quote, trying to get a feel for the art form before he makes a commitment. Trevor, you've been trying to get a feel for years. It is one of the reasons they don't let you drink over at sports anymore. You need to keep your hands and your eyes to yourself, man. Mindy's class is free, but tips are accepted, so bring a few bucks, a towel, and a water bottle, and enjoy a little morning wake-up before you head over to Biscuits to fill up on gravy. All right now, a lot of you will remember a few months back, the Emergency Services Department held a very successful Touch-A-Truck event. The fire team brought in their water tanker and a cherry picker, Medical staff showed off the ambulance, and Jake Burl let kids practice wrapping his arm up like he had a burn. Stella came down with her minibus, and John Varr even let the little ones climb around in his ice cream truck. Inspired by the success of that event, we can all look forward to another interactive experience next month. We all know Purgatory has not faced any of the issues our neighbor nation has with regard to law enforcement. (laughs) I mean, they only routinely carry bear spray and handcuffs, and I'm not totally sure they know how to use the handcuffs. (laughs) They want to get ahead of any sort of nervousness or resentment that might come around, so they will be hosting Purgatory's first ever Touch a Cop event. Here to talk a little bit about this ill-advised experience is our very own Sheriff Bud Wilkins. Bud why are you doing this
1: well first it's a pleasure to be here davis i just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to come out and talk a little bit about what we're doing you know we we're a small yet noble sheriff's department here in purgatory and uh you know our mission has always been to put the community first and uh you know as you mentioned before some uh, some of our neighbors next door they seem to be having some issues so we thought it would be good to get ahead of the situation and just sort of ingratiate ourselves to the community at large uh, we felt that this was the most, you know, literal hands-on approach to community uh, community engagement. You know,
0: I know you and the deputies are all firearm trained, but does the department own any?
1: Well, technically, yes, but uh, we don't actually bring those out into the uh, the field when we're when we're doing our work there, uh, Davis. It's uh, we have uh, one replica of a Colt. 1886 fast action pistol, and that's really more uh, something that we keep behind glass at the station house. A couple of the boys and I were pretty big uh, old western fans, and uh, it's a, a replica of the exact gun that was used by John Wayne in one of his lesser known films. It's uh, Rattle Up Your Buckskins. Uh, we like to watch that on Saturday nights, and one of us got it on an eBay auction. Uh, technically, it does work, but uh, God help us if we knew where the bullets were. And other than that, as you mentioned before, we do keep a canister of bear mace on hand in case any of the uh, local critters tend to find themselves in the back alley or dumpsters of any of our local establishments. And, you know, we keep a few extra items of safety materials around, uh, glow sticks and whatnot, and road flares, but really nothing that you could consider a weapon weapon.
0: Okay, so at this event, folks will be able to touch you and your bear spray. What else is on the agenda?
1: Oh, yeah, well, we've got a whole day of events planned. Uh, we're going to be doing a few extra things uh, in addition to the Touch a Cop contest that we're going to be having. Uh, we're also going to have a booth set up, and uh, Officer Jenkins is going to be sitting up there letting the kids throw balls at him. We're calling that the Dunk a Cop event and then uh, we've got uh, Riley our good old smell hound. he's our canine unit that we keep uh, back at the station we're going to be letting the kids get to meet the canine unit and we're gonna send one of our uh, uncommissioned officers uh, in plain clothes if you will out into the into the field and we're gonna let the dog find him and show the kids how that works we're calling that the sniff a cop event and uh yeah and we've got uh, a couple of chili cook-offs planned a couple of pie contests planned pie eating contests it's just a good old-fashioned fun with the local police
0: wow great let's uh change things up a little bit let's talk crime in purgatory what is hot at the moment
1: yeah uh, Davis, you know as you know, we have a pretty quiet community here so it's very unusual that we have anything that's too out of the ordinary in terms of crime. but uh, I don't know if you checked the police blotter last week. We had an incident at the local swap meet where we had a lovely pile of donated shoes that were brought in from some of the people in the community to help the less fortunate. and well whether it was a vandal or somebody else with more nefarious intentions, uh, well all the left shoes in the pile happened to get stolen. so we're left with just a pile of right shoes now. Uh, we think this might be one of the kids in the neighborhood who's just having a little fun with us. Well, I guess now we're left with just a pile of right shoes. So actually, I'd like to take this opportunity. If, uh, Buck, if you're out there listening, hey, buddy, I know uh, you might be in the need for something new. And uh, well, there were some fancy looking shoes there. And well, frankly, Buck's the only other person I can think of that uh, fits the, the need for just right shoes. So Buck, why don't you come on down to the station house? We got them in the evidence lockup for you.
0: We all know we don't have a jail here in Purgatory. Can you talk a little bit about what you do have over at the Emergency Services Center?
1: We don't really have a need for a jail. We tend to just have the smallest of pettiest incidents, and we can resolve those peacefully without the need for anybody to be incarcerated. So we've taken the liberty of using the space that we do have. It's more of a community outreach center. Uh, we recently got a pinball machine in there. It's a uh, RoboCop 2, which we all think is kind of fun. It's neat. Uh, A little high-tech, futuristic police action. And uh, we got a a pool table in there that was donated from the nursing home uh, that they hadn't really been using for very often, so we we decided to take it over. And we like to just kind of have an open-door policy for anybody in the neighborhood who's just looking to stop by, maybe play a game of pool, or have a cup of coffee, or sit and chat, talk about the goings-on in the neighborhood, anything that they might be concerned with. Uh, And, of course, on Thursdays we do the old uh, fish boil. And uh, we we like to encourage uh, anybody who's hungry and looking for something to eat, come on down to the police station and uh, we'll rustle up some grub for you. But that's basically it. Other than that, it's just a place for the boys to take a load off their feet in between shifts. And, uh, you know, of of course, we got Officer Reggie who's manning the phones anytime there's anything that needs to be done. So we've got him a lazy boy. He's nice and comfortable.
0: Sheriff, what would you say you do during the bulk of your day?
1: Well, Davis, you know, the life of a policeman is an exciting one, even in a quiet town such as Purgatory, and uh, I like to start my day at 6 a.m. I go down to the diner, I have a stiff cup of black coffee, I have two crullers, and then I get in my car, I'll do a nice loop around town, I'll check in at the hardware store, make sure that Garris there is uh, not having any problems from the overnight shift. Uh, then I'll swing back around the diner about 10 o'clock, two more crullers, uh, another cup of coffee. This time i put a little sugar in it because I like to treat myself. Head over to the station for a few more minutes, uh, check in with the boys, make sure everything's okay with dispatch. Uh, maybe play around a round of pinball and then head back to the diner at noon. Have myself uh, two tuna sandwiches because cruller time's over. And then a nice diet cola because I'm watching my figure. And then uh, do another loop around town, make sure everything's settled in. Well, it's back home to the missus by 5, and unless something comes up in the middle of the night, well, I'll pick it up the next morning and start off where I left off.
0: And how's Nina holding up after the bomb scare?
1: Oh, you know, Nina's, Nina's doing okay. You know, she had a bit of a scare. It was a high-test situation for her, but I think she handled it with grace and aplomb. Uh, really did the force proud that day. I mean, most of us were concerned, but not super, super sure that that was actually going to be anything dangerous in that bag. But uh, the fact that Nina stepped up, took one for the team is really just uh, indicative of how professional and courageous she is as a person. And uh, having said that, she was a little shook afterwards. It was a stressful experience. So we made sure that she had the rest of the day off and uh, that she got a chance to go home and uh, see her loved one and make sure that she uh, took a second to just kind of decompress. You know, it's really important for our our officers to take their mental health and their time off very seriously. And well, coincidentally, the whole thing shook Nina up so bad she actually started an online dating profile, uh, seeing as how she's the only single one on the force right now. We felt like she would be the most appropriate to put into a high danger situation, and well, I think I think it's safe to say that she had a moment to sort of reassess some of her priorities and make sure that she was doing her best life as well. So we just want to say that we support Nina, and uh, we are wishing her luck on her search for love.
0: Good to hear. It's budget-making season, as you know. You've got an operating budget of a little over $600,000. I do know that that includes payroll for you and your staff. That's nine people. So if you had an extra $10,000 in your budget tomorrow, what would you spend it on?
1: I mean, I I don't really have an opportunity to have wishful thinking. You know, we're gracious enough to have the budget that we do have, and it may sound like a lot, but to fully fund a a police force in the town, it's no small deal, uh, geez, $10,000, um, you know, we did find a, uh, really well-conditioned RoboCop 3 pinball machine, came up on our recent eBay search, and, um, I think that, and possibly, uh, maybe a new TV for the boys to watch a few westerns on, and, um, well, and I guess if we had anything extra, we'd probably chuck it at some more community advancement plans, much like the Touch a Cop program that we're going to be doing this weekend, so,
0: yeah, I just want to come back to that. Have you thought about the fact that touch a cop is not a good idea?
1: Uh, sorry, I'll need you to elaborate a little bit more on that, Davis. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's a pretty great idea.
0: Well, okay, that's, uh, <laughs> that's fair enough. I know you're busy, so one more question, and then I'll let you go. What has been the biggest case of the year for you?
1: The swap meet, so, uh... You know, we have had an issue over the last few weeks with a recent person in town who has not been discovered yet, but is the vandal who has been drawing um, male genitalia at certain various locations around town. And, you know, while we don't want to go on the record as being in favor of stifling people's creative pursuits or, you know, trampling the idea of art anywhere, uh, we also feel like this might be a bit more inappropriate in our public sectors because there are a lot of children out and a lot of adults who get to be a little bit squeamish when it comes to, you know, sexual anatomy. And so, uh, we are gonna, you know, a few extra cops on the street to see if we can catch this feller and, um, if we can't catch them at least to try to provide a space for others in the community who would prefer to see that type of artwork and maybe hopefully guide this uh, misguided individual to a location where his artwork would be a little bit more appreciated
0: hey great thank you so much for taking the time bud we're going to be sure to remind our listeners when we get a little closer to the groundbreaking touch a cop event by the way will deputy owen be there
1: oh sure deputy owen will definitely be there uh Let's see, he's slated to be one of the judges in the chili cook-off. He will also be there in the uh, Dunk-A-Cop booth between the hours of 3 and 4 in the afternoon. So if you love Deputy Owen, why don't you come down and say hi at the chili cook-off. And uh, if you happen to dislike Deputy Owen, why don't you take a crack at dunking him between 3 and 4 o'clock.
0: Okay, great. You may have changed my mind. I'll have to stop by.
1: Well, Davis, I just want to thank you for letting me come on and uh, tell the folks at home a little bit more about what we're doing here, and we really just hope to see everybody come out and support your local police.
0: Thanks so much, Sheriff. Let's move right along and check in with Polly Dietz for the traffic and weather. How's it looking out there, Polly?
2: Good news! It looks like they finally got over and filled up that pothole on Main, so it's smooth sailing to you hit the pothole at the Latmus-Purgat Memorial intersection. But... Anyone headed southbound on the DPD should be cautious, because there's a sinkhole that has just opened up right after the turnoff for Jump Mavis Bluff, and there's a real slowdown as both directions use the northbound lane. They've sent the crossing guard, Lemon, to take care of direction changes.
0: It's the end of the school day. Shouldn't Lemon be down at Pergat Primary?
2: Yeah, so if you're at the Learning Avenue crossing for Pergat Primary, you may want to consider an alternate route. They've got the hall monitors out substituting for Lemon, and they are drunk with power. Unconfirmed reports are saying those hall monitors are taking advantage of the stopped traffic to shake me down for all the spare change in my dashboard console.
0: Oh, be careful out there, Polly. That sounds scary.
2: They threatened to write me up for detention, Davis. I, I know that doesn't make sense, but I panicked.
0: Breathe, Polly, breathe. And you—you uh, you, you said uh, uh, showers are moving in this weekend.
2: That's right, Davis. We're looking at water, water everywhere, and we sure can use it.
0: Yeah, we have had a heck of a dry spell, so we'll take it—that's for sure.
2: <laughs> My lawn is so dead. The Jode family is pulling up their wagon.
0: That's carnival, folk. You got to run them off.
2: No grapes of wrath, Dust Bowl. I—I I, was—I was making a joke.
0: So it's not. There's no close-up magicians, right?
2: Not that I've seen.
0: Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for the updates, Polly. Keep your car doors locked and your windows up, and do not let those hall monitors bully you.
2: The damage is already done, Davis.
0: (sighs) Diane Baxter is selling smellicious candles. They come in three sizes and lots of fun fragrances like oatmeal cookie and burnt toast. They're a little overpriced, and we all know it's a pyramid scheme, but Diane got in pretty deep, and they... Honestly, they smell pretty good, so grab a few. They have the new baby and she has to at least clear out a few boxes to get the crib into the nursery. So give her a call or stop by Arla's Tea House where she's been keeping some of the overflow. And of course that brings us to our final announcements. The Howell Farm is not doing any hay rides this year both due to lack of hay and Reba is still pretty steamed. So the Dortchers are going to step up instead, so make sure that you go to the Dorcher farm, not the Howell farm, unless you really want to hear it from Reba. <laughs> Montgomery Grubb is having his 100th birthday party extravaganza at the Senior Center Friday afternoon from 3 to 5.30, and he says everyone's invited. Happy belated Halloween to everyone that did not TP and egg all the cars on my street last weekend. Rate and review me on your computers, but know that if Marty ever tells me I got a bad review, it will destroy me. <laughs> if you have any information for the news, wave down my truck, pop a note in my porch basket, slide a note under the door of the high school radio shed, or email Marty at purgatorynewsonline@gmail.com. at gmail.com. With all your most important purgatory news every other Wednesday, and reminding you that if you're going to toot your own horn, you better do it in your own home, this is Davis Clarence, signing off. This episode was written and recorded by Aaron Olson and edited by Stephen Dion. Polly Dietz was played by Michael Coyne. Sheriff Bud Wilkins was played by Christopher Iannucci.